You're listening to Subconscious Mind Mastery Podcast number 122. Thomas Miller right back with the conclusion of the Eureka trip. So this is part two. If you have not heard podcast number 121, go there first because you won't get what's going on at all here unless you listen to podcast 121. So picking up where we left off, this was after horseback riding on the second day. And you know, because we were in the expectation of intentions fulfilled, things being manifested, they did. And it just continued and continued and continued. So this is a story of what happened at dinner that afternoon. So one of the other intentions that we set was to have, we were talking about what kind of food do you like? You know, what would you like to eat? What would be good? We talked about the steak. That was already done the the other night. Another thing that we wanted was tuna steak. Well, actually, I don't even think we wanted it, really. We had just talked about in the way on the way there that that's something we both enjoyed and hadn't had in For years. a while. Yeah. We said it would have been nice if. Yeah, it wasn't even thing, like, we weren't even thinking we're going to have this in Eureka Springs. So the place that I took her on the second night was this little corner restaurant that's very popular. It's been there forever. And guess what they had? Tuna steak. So we ordered up the tuna steak, and then just as the plate was literally set down on the table, Rhonda says, stops for a second, she says, hang on, I'm going to go with my intuition, and bolts out the door. Well, um, I had been saying earlier that day that I would like something to purchase that would remind me of the trip, always remind me of what I was experiencing in Arkansas. And um, yes, I smoke, bad habit, long story. I was sitting outside smoking while you were talking to the owner of the restaurant to see if they had it available or if they're open. And I see this um, locals from the town pass each other, and I hear their conversation. And the guy is carrying around a box with uh, stones or something in it. And um, I heard him say he was trying to make enough money to get pizza for the evening. And for some reason, I seen him walking down the street, and he just had this look on his face of just sadness and despair and it broke my heart so I was like I'm just gonna go well why I saw him walking up the street and I bolted out the door I thought I'm just gonna go see what he has and just buy something just to help him out that was my first thought cute very good looking young man I didn't even realize he had a prosthetic leg which he had because of cancer when he was seven yeah, yeah, and I had to amputate above the knee, I believe. He'd had a pretty rough go, but the stones he had in his box were actual stones from around Eureka Springs, quartz and amethyst and turquoise and just beautiful stones. And he had this wire, and he twisted and designed this stuff, made this jewelry in a matter of seconds. It was just gorgeous. And so I picked out two I picked out a quartz and a Arkansas snowflake gem because I knew that would remind me of Arkansas and I asked him how much for these two to make something and he said well I'd really like to get ten dollars and I just I, I, I couldn't believe it because this is to me it was gorgeous exactly what I was looking for long story short I brought him kind of back to where we were at and he was going to make the necklace for me while we were eating and I handed him $35, and I said, you design it. And he was so excited, and I ran back in and told you. 
then I drug Thomas outside to come look at the stones. And you ended up purchasing one, I believe. I got one for my daughter. And you paid him a little bit extra. Um, there was probably five or six people passing. He ended up selling. They, they heard me. I don't know if they heard the story or what. He ended up selling, what, eight stones? And people were paying him more than he wanted. And at one point, he had his head down like he was kind of praying. But his hand, I asked him what he was doing. And this just blew me away. He said, I'm thanking the universe. He said, I woke up this morning and my intuition told me that I was going to have a good money-making day. And he also told me that he believes in the same thing that Thomas is coaching you guys and talking about in his podcast. And he said he only buys the stones and the gems on the days when he's in a good mood. And, lo and behold, uh, we were going to the uh, bar that night to hear your friend that you was going to sing. He was going to the same place. And the other ladies that bought jewelry happened to be going to the same place. So, I mean, it was not, it was just coincidence, synchronicity that we were all going to the same place. So while all this was happening outside... The restaurant guy, Eureka Springs is a town that basically rolls up the sidewalks about 6 p.m. And a lot of the restaurants close, this one being one of the ones that closes earlier. And this guy got, I think, 14 more people Mm -hmm. (laughs) inside as dinner customers while this was going on outside. Well, we also, I just couldn't take it. And um, I asked the man, his name was Lance. I asked him if he was hungry, so we even bought him a meal, too. We bought him a burger. And that night, when the band was playing, I danced with him. And for, and that guy with the prosthetic leg danced better than any man I've ever danced with. He was spinning me around, and it was amazing. I had I, every moment. It's almost exhausting. <laughs> because every moment was so exciting and emotional. That you got to tell him about how we got to, the, to listen to the band. We called a taxi. <laughs> Now, the taxi service in Eureka doesn't exist. It's all of northwest Arkansas. No Uber cars available. Lyft, forget about it. They're not even on the map. So we call the one cab company in Google that you can get service in this town. And what shows up? A beautiful black limousine. (laughs) It was a black stretch limo driving us around in Eureka. Thomas and Rhonda were celebrities in Eureka Springs. And I tell you what, with everything we went through, I had already felt like a celebrity before that even. But that that was like icing on the cake. And $14? Was that how much? It was cab fare. $14 cab fare. Yeah. Cab fare. Yeah. Um, And the guy came back and picked us up, and he ran an extra errand for us. He was so accommodating. Oh, and some people that I had met from, like, what, the night before happened to be there at that place as well. It was just, I, it was amazing. So you don't think by now that this young lady who, had, who was exploring whether manifesting and the law of attraction made any sense at all was now not eyes wide open? <laughs> think again. So what I wanted to do to conclude this podcast is to just let the interview that she and I did together basically roll so that you could hear her thoughts, her impressions, from her point of view. Once in a while, it would go in my mind that this is hokey. Yes. I mean, once in a while, 
But I've been through quite a bit, and I thought I have nothing to lose. And then I told myself, well, if you want to find out if it's real or not, then you got to try it. you got to give it, it all like Thomas says. Well, we're not even done with the story. I mean, there's more. It's crazy. It, I feel amazing. I do. I, there's just so many details I could go on forever. Like meditating when I was horseback riding. The horse was going so fast, I could have flown off at any moment. My sunglasses flew off in the middle of nowhere. But at one point, the trees were dry, and so I started thinking about every bad thing I have ever done in my life, everything that I knew would that just killed me. And then the horse started running with it green, and I decided I was letting it go. And then uh, Thomas had coached me on releasing as well. I just... Whether you think it's hokey or not, the only way you're going to prove whether it is is to give it a shot. And I'm going to tell you to do that because I know it'll work now. It it will. It'll work for you. It's crazy. It's amazing crazy. Like When you first, very first contacted me, it was about coaching. You were asking, would I be open to work with you, that you'd been through a tough time, went through a divorce, getting on the backside of that, and trying to get your life back together. And that was exactly the time that I was wanting to start the coaching program. So you I assumed you were already coaching people. Yeah. So you became beta person number one working on the coaching thing. You can do so much over the phone. You can do so much over Skype. But when you really see this stuff unfolding before your eyes and you see all those circled M's on the page, you really start to get it, don't you? I honestly think I manifested getting to meet you. We just, and that's how it unfolded because I, I don't know. That's what I've said is this stuff is available to everybody. It's an always on switch. Yeah. And you don't have to have Thomas here because there has been times, even before we came to Eureka, after I had worked on some things you told me to work on. And I called and told you, remember, I had manifested a few things on my own. And I didn't even know anything about this. Anybody can do this. It's just to quit overthinking it and to just let go and flow. If you're not sure, I, um, and I'm sure if he coaches you, he'll teach you this, the muscle testing. And that will help you. So you have an answer for everything. It's, it's all inside. <laughs> you don't have to think hard like we do on everything, or I do anyway. What are some of your takeaways and suggestions to people that, I mean, this is so compact over just a few days, but this is how people can live their lives if they open up to this. You can live every day like this. You know, I think a lot of people listen to your podcast and they leave it at that. And maybe some do some of the things you tell them to do and they leave it at that. It's weird. I've never listened to a podcast. I had surgery I was down for a few days. I turned it on. Just his ears popped up. And I listened to all of them in a matter of days. And I emailed Thomas because it hit home with me so much. Or I wanted wanted what he was talking about is what it is. In one of your podcasts, you ask people what they wanted. And so I'm curious whether I'm right about this one. I think, or what I personally want, I want to know how to be happy. And so I'm curious if that's what the other listeners want to I think it's a basic need, it's a basic desire, and when we get knocked down and when we get the wind taken out of us like you have, like I had, obviously the next restoration is to get back to that point where we had something of what we had before the catastrophe. 
before the pain. So obviously, yes, I think being happy is something that everybody wants. Joy is one of the highest energy levels on the scale. How do you get there? I think one thing that I've learned, I need to take what I had. I had a good marriage. I mean, we had great moments. I learned a lot. I grew up a lot. I was 20, in my 20s then. So number, learn from those mistakes, embrace those good moments, and then be excited to see what's next. Because you're going to get more moments to embrace and more moments. And do you remember, I don't remember when I said this to you, if you don't have the bad days or the days when you just get out of bed and you're in a bad mood and you don't know why in the hell you are in a bad mood, but you are. But if you don't, if every day was good, you wouldn't appreciate it. Because what I've been through, I would go through tons of bad days to go through what I've went through recently these past few days. There's something to learn from everything. But don't overthink it and try to look for all the clues. They'll be there. Just stay in the moment. If you just stay in the moment and try to make the best of what's going on and then ask, you know, throw some things out there and do it your way. See what works for you. Um, Because I've tried things that haven't worked for me, too. At least that's how I get through it. That's how I've learned to get past the rough times. One of the other components that went into this trip that I think illustrates this really, really well is the trip really began on the day when we set it up, which was about 10 days before. So what happened in that time, creating the intention of having an amazing, fun, adventuresome, manifesting trip. Yes. Well, I've been <laughs> I've been divorced for two years now, and I had been dating somebody, and I got dumped. Nobody likes rejection. So who do I call? Oh, I think y'all heard that in a podcast, by the way. She got dumped. Um <laughs> So I was upset, and so I called my coach because I didn't know who else to call. It didn't start out, the trip didn't start out that way, but I think it started there. Like, because I was determined, I was going to Eureka Springs because I was going to see this vortex, but I was a little scared. I don't know, I don't even, it's hard to put it into words. But I had created this. I was working on this before I left Colorado, and in fact had told you this, create fun, create play, create laughter, create manifesting. I was creating the, you know, I I mean, these were all intentions that just fulfilled. So when you talk about how can you be happy after you've been knocked down, Fred talks about this in his books as well. In fact, he was on this podcast that we just did, the most recent one about money, where he said he was wealthy in his mind before he was wealthy in his wallet. And that's what you have to do. You have to be intentional about being happy, even if it's not the most cheerful, wonderful day where you have all this crazy, amazing stuff happening. You still have to be in the persona, in the vibration of happy. And then eventually time is going to catch up with you with that. And then you'll be able to have stuff like this happen on a regular basis. But you have to be there before. It has to be from intention. That's how you make the shift. And I also know, I don't think you have to be knocked down. Some people, I think, live mundane or boring lives because they're scared or, you know, because of past childhood events. And some are worse than others, but we all got scars. We all do. 
Some are big, some are little, some still hurt, some are gone. But I'm not disagreeing with you on the happy thing. Because it's not like you're faking it. It's just like you have to trust in, um, if you call it the universe, if you call it God, if you, whatever you want to call it. You just have to put a smile on and be excited because you know something's coming. And it's not the big crazy moments. If you start appreciating the little aha moments, I think that's when the big crazy black limo arrives. (laughs) And I will say there was numerous times we laughed so hard that we were crying. And you know what? I might have needed that more than I needed any of the other stuff. So it's just a, you have to trust that God or the universe or knows, or, or they do, they do. They know what you need. Are you going to take it? Or are you going to overthink it and just live your life without it? I don't, that's all, I, that's the only way I can think to explain it. One of the things that I love, love, love about trips is that it pulls you out of your comfortable, familiar surroundings. It pulls you out of the drama of daily life. And it gets you in, yeah, nobody knows you. It gets you in this beautiful space, and you're able to work on yourself for a few days. But then the trip is over, (laughs) and you have to go back to reality. So what's it going to be like? What's your game plan, or shall I say, what are your intentions going back to real life? Well, number one, I will wear my, or I will have, I read so many things, and I think they all sound stupid or hokey or whatever, but I still do them. <laughs> like above my bedroom door, it says never give up. And so I think I'll have like my Arkansas necklace. Not that I'll wear it every day. I thought maybe make it a keychain or something where I would see it every single day. Because I think if you don't picture those memories in your mind, I don't, you know, I don't, I'm just going to, I'm not going to come up with a plan. You want, you hear you are wanting me to come up with a plan again. I'm not coming up with a plan or agenda. I am just doing what the universe tells me to do. I got my memorabilia, and I'm just going to do what my intuition, my gut instinct, what I'm supposed to do. And you know what? If you are supposed to go to one restaurant and it's closed, or you're supposed to go somewhere and it's not open. Or you don't get a good vibe. Or you don't have a parking spot. That's okay. There's something better right around the corner if you just look let go a little bit. I'm not saying be all, you know, free crazy, but just say, all right, where, where am I supposed to go eat? Oh, this looks good. Okay. Cause I will tell you out of every time we, we did that, not one time did any of it turn out bad. Not once. There was something incredible about every single situation. So I'm just going to now. Yeah. It's going to suck to go back to work and go back to clean the house and go back to, you know, but I'm, excited to see what the universe throws in there to keep me going to make me excited about to do those things are you going to do anything different than your normal daily routine prior to this trip that you would do on any other given day are you going to prepare for the day differently i think some of it i've learned might be habit because like i i said at first on the intuition as i did it more it got easier like the following my intuition like it became clearer uh, worked better so I need to create habits and I something I wrote down in my journal which I just my new little notebook is think of your problem or whatever it is big small little stupid you know whatever like I would like to wake up in a good mood that's what I want 
So, I'll come up with my first step. And my intuition tells me, okay, for a few days, Rhonda, you're going to have to force yourself, get up and smile, turn on some music, and just do it. So, I'm going to do that for a few days. And then, the universe will throw something in there. Or, and then I'll just start doing it. It'll become So, I'm going to work on habits a little bit. But also, just go... We all have that gut instinct. Everybody does. You know when you're in a situation, whether it feels wrong, you know. Now, whether you follow your gut instinct, that's on you. Because there's been many times my gut instinct has said, no, don't do this, and I've done it anyway. Because you want to feel good right that moment. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to, if I have a problem, instead of complaining about it, okay, this is my problem, what's the first step? My gut tells me to do this. I'm going to do this and see where it goes. Well, it's been an amazing adventure riding along for the last couple of days. Thank you for opening the space to do this. And just so everybody knows, Thomas is very put together. He's a nice, nice guy. And all the girls at the bar think he's very good looking. They all told me numerous times. And I'm more um, quirky, like, you know, wild in a good way, I hope. I hope. (laughs) But I'm like opposite of him. So it's been fun. It's been intriguing. I think maybe we've learned a little bit from each other. And I'm a hairdresser, so I cut his hair on the balcony of the hotel. I've got a hot haircut. (laughs) Yes. Thank you for that. Not that you needed that because you had all the ladies after you. But anyways, now you have more ladies after you. Just what I need. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Thomas. Thank you for following your gut instincts and going with me, and um, I hope you've had as much fun as I have. It has been an absolute blast, and I can't wait to hear stories of what's going to happen ahead. Ooh, and I'm trying to talk Thomas into planning another uh, trip. So we he's thrown around a few ideas. I'm not going to say locations because I don't want everybody to get all, you know, packing their bags ready to go. But I think it would be fun if we got, like, I mean, just look what me and Thomas created, just the two of us. How fun would it be if there was a group of us all willy-nilly? It would be like um, ten limos or something. Like brand new limos (laughs) right off the lot. (laughs) We will work on putting that together. It's been great. Thank you. And thank you for listening to me. And I know I'm not, I can't speak like Thomas does on the podcast, but I tried. It all started from intuition, a mutual exchange to do something crazy and see how the universe shows up. For Rhonda, you just heard how it was transformational for her. For Thomas, more lessons to slow down and look around, to not be so driven, to not be pushing, to wander around in a barn instead of going to the front desk, to slow down on the highway when you're looking for dinner and get a feel for the energy instead of trying to hurry to some destination unknown. And there was so much more that we didn't have time to talk about, but a couple of other directions that I got just for my own life's work through this trip. And one of them, more trips. So I hope that this, even though it's looking through a keyhole, I hope that this experience has helped you with some really key points of how all of this works. And I hope it's motivated you to save a little money and store up some comp time so that we can go do this together on a future trip. So, until next time, safe travels, happy manifesting, and always enjoy the journey. I'm Thomas Miller. We'll see you down the road.
The opinions on this podcast are those of the host based on personal experience only and are not intended as medical or psychological advice. If you are experiencing symptoms that require professional treatment, please contact a licensed medical practitioner. The stories and opinions expressed on this podcast are independently those of the host and guests and are not intended to be taken as medical advice or to replace medical care from a licensed professional when appropriate.